0: Lauren, how do you afford that? Uh, she's
1: wealthy. She's wealthy.
0: She's wealthy, Lauren. And <laughs> speaking of wealth, speaking of actual wealth, yep. can I? We, I'm like gonna have money, a little word from our sponsor. Money in the
1: bank. Let's hear it.
0: Money in the bank, which we've gotten each paid five million dollars each to say these mm. words. Triangle bed, the bed for when you and your partners. You, for when, Okay, let me start over. <laughs> Triangle bed. So five the bed million for when you want. This is a $5 million ad.
1: (laughs) Stinking a little bit.
0: Not knowing the next time you'll have to poo.
1: Tiny skunks.
0: Wearing body suits, but not buttoning them around your vajayjay.
1: Smelling like herbal essences blue.
0: Buying candles and burning them 18 hours a day. Welcome to Crazy Hot.
1: A podcast about what makes us all so so fucking hot. Hello. Hello. We're
0: Crazy Hot. And so are you. I'm Eileen. It finally stops snowing. I saw two cats chasing after each other. One was white and one was brown. I hope that they fall in love.
1: <laughs> and I'm Lauren. Diamond Watch? No, honey. It's a fruit by the foot with gravel all over it.
0: <laughs> oh, <Wow. laughs> Lauren, how do you afford that? Uh, she's
1: wealthy. She's wealthy. She's wealthy.
0: Lauren, and speaking <laughs> of wealth, speaking of actual wealth, yep. can we... I- I'm gonna like have money. a little word from our sponsor, Money in the
1: Bank. Let's hear it.
0: Money in the Bank, which we've gotten each paid five million dollars each to say these mm. words. Triangle bed, the bed for when you and your partners. You, what, for when okay, let me start over. <laughs> Triangle bed, a five the bed million for when dollars. You want, this is a five million dollar ad. <laughs> Triangle bed. The bed for when you want you and your partner's heads to touch, but no other parts of your bodies. (laughs) Sleep the opposite way if you love to play footsies, but hate having your partner's hot stinky breath on your face in the morning. (laughs) Triangle bed. So addictive, you'll never physically be able to get it out of your room. I'm so sorry sorry about that. The idea that someone would buy a triangle bed is disgusting to me. It's Um, horrible. But we did each get paid $5 million to say that, and we will have to mention it four more times per our contract with the triangle man.
1: Four (laughs) times? (laughs) the triangle man he is a horrible man he is a horrible man to do business with if you are in the greater LA area do not do business with the triangle man
0: absolutely do not circle man square man are fine triangle man only half a man because a triangle half a square and if you're thinking
1: this reminds me of the Mr. Men books like Mr. Bump and Mr. Lazy and Mr. Birthday it's exactly (gasps) like that they look just like I forgot about those
0: Who was your favorite um, Mr. Man or or Little Miss book?
1: I've never read the Little Miss books, which I think is really fucked up of me. Um, That's so sexist of you. I know. I'm not an advocate. I'm not an ally. Wow. Oh, my God. Okay. So who's your favorite man book? Yeah, I know. Um, Well, I would probably say Mr. Bump or actually Mr. Yeah, Mr. Mm. Bump, because at one point he falls out of the bus when he's the bus driver and everyone rides the bus for free. And that's like the worst thing that happens is that the he doesn't charge people
0: <laughs> right Right. Bus. yes that is such a good lesson i think that um if you be yourself yeah and harm befalls you other people will profit from that mm-hmm. i really like the one that's the loud the like mr angry or mr loud mm-hmm. or whatever and how he's like yelling and screaming at the people and then they're j- they just like pretend not to hear him and then he's finally like can i please have a sausage and like nicely Mm -hmm. and then they like give it to him and i'm like i I remember when i was a kid i was like there's no way they didn't hear him before that but okay sure then he like tiptoes home and my favorite little miss book was little miss sunshine honestly because it's the only one i'm remembering at this moment lauren that's your homework read the little miss books okay Um, take them out of the change your life change you a lot yeah check check out like 20 at the library you'll fly through them like a minute each. i would I'm love certain. to because
1: i read them to a little girl who we laugh and laugh and do laugh. do you oh yeah we laugh and laugh and laugh when mr bump fell out of the bus we were laughing mm-hmm. for no less than eight minutes
0: and oh my god like
1: truly belly laughing and i wanted to get the little miss books for her but they're like 57 dollars to get a little cube what? of like 10 little miss books which like yes like charge for yourself you know i've I think that's important. Little Miss should be like $39 Absolutely. more than Mr. Books, but Absolutely. you know. but at the same
0: time, I like the thought that I would have $57 to spend on
1: children's books no. is ridiculous. I think all girls should get a woke re- rewritten set of the Little Miss books, a woke mm-hmm. less apologetic set of the we- Rewitten car- set. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Um, Of the Care and Keeping of You, the American Girl doll book that taught us to, like, finger spread our own vaginas to, like, figure out what's going on there. Um, That's not what I took away from that. But, yeah. Oh, I, like, either flipped through that page and pretended it was not there or, Mm -hmm. like, stared at it. And I was like, Mm -hmm. what the fuck? Like, yeah.
0: Like ew, our bodies ourselves. More like our bodies are disgusting. Disgusting. And
1: I have to do this wishbone maneuver on myself to like figure out different portals. It's like when you get a new memory and you're like, Jesus Christ, what plugs in here? I don't know. Yeah, you
0: like have to figure it all out. I remember when I bought that book at the school fair, my mom and I were, um, I was in sixth grade, and we were talking to one of my my sixth grade science te- teacher named Mr. Comstock, and <gasps> he was low-key, really hot. Um, sorry. Sorry, Mr. Comstock, if you're listening. Can we use his first really name sorry. now? We're all adults. Yeah, his name is, well, I don't want to say it in case.
1: <laughs> I mean,
0: did <gasps> tell go, you, I'll you tell go you to fair. school
1: in a different country? <laughs>
0: no this sixth grade I was back in the United States oh, okay. anyway um my mom he saw my book he saw that I had bought something from the from the book fair and um oh no. he was like oh what did you buy and I was like oh just like a, a an American girl book and my mom was like you didn't want to tell Mr. Comstock that you bought the care and keeping of you and I was like no absolutely not, not. he can't know that I'm an 11 year old girl with a changing body
1: <laughs> no way but Mr. Comstock oh. did know he saw you walk into school week know. after week with changes.
0: No, stop. Mm-hmm. Stop that. That's gross, Lauren. Uh, Just say his
1: first name. What was it? Richard? No, I'll tell
0: you later. <laughs> I'll tell you later. It actually kind of rhymes with the last name. Anyway. Uh, dump truck? Let's. <laughs> dump truck Comstock. <laughs> the third? What was his name? Yeah, dump truck Comstock. The Science third. Science teacher. Hey, <laughs> hey Mr. Good <laughs> could... Mr. Gumb's Here's a, here's something science can't explain. Why you have such a dump truck yeah. <laughs> ass?
1: I started calling okay. my ass the heat above my feet, and uh, my partner doesn't think that's very funny. But he the heat above my feet. Yeah, because if I stand up, it's like a plumb line down to my feet, right? So I'm mm-hmm. like, you get the heat above my feet, and he he doesn't like it. But I think I'm gonna. Uh, get that to just him. makes
0: me. That just makes me think that you're talking about
1: farts. Well, farts come from there too. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. All, right. All right. That's enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, triangle beds. When you want to keep the heat away from your partner's feet. Triangle beds. Really sorry, guys. I'm s- sorry about that. We have to say it three more times. Only three more times. I'd do anything for $5 million. Um Okay, so... Do you want to introduce our absolutely. guest? Absolutely. 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 Okay. Absolutely. So... Our next guest, you may know as a very active participant in the Broadway community here in New York City, a lover of coffee, a knower of all things, a trivia goddess, a wonderful friend. Her name's Mary. You can call her Mayor if you're close to her, but ask her first, okay? Um, please introducing... <laughs> please introduce... Mary? Catherine with Ragus, <laughs> with, consent, you can with her full consent, with consent, may I introduce Mary Catherine. Mary, right up top. Why are you so f- hot? Why are you so hot? <sighs> What's your deal? Um. Oh
2: man, this is so mm. fun. <laughs>
0: And a reminder, it doesn't have to be, like, physical. Hotness comes in all forms, like, mental, mm-hmm. emotional, and physical. So anything about you that you think is, like, super attractive mm-hmm. about you to others?
2: Mm. Um, I, I have a really approachable and expressive face. So I think mm. one of the hottest things about me <laughs> is that mm-hmm. um, people on the subway, literally this happened, like, two days ago with a mask on and like full coat and everything. This girl started talking to me, just like strikes up conversation. She's like, yeah, just, you know, I'm I'm just I just went to American Eagle. I needed jeans. Like like just normal conversation. I get asked just for directions in you about- all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I have friends mm-hmm. that are like, I have walked the streets of New York and never spoken to a soul and you just spoke to two people because they came up to you. And so um
0: wow. so I don't I don't you know so yeah, I don't
2: attribute it to like Physical attractiveness, like I needed to talk to you, but I hundred mm-hmm. percent think I have an approachable, grinning face that people can sense. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. she'd probably continue this.
0: Just like an aura about you yeah. that is very welcoming. Yeah,
2: and like I wouldn't punch mm-hmm. someone for like approaching or like mm-hmm. brush them off.
0: I was like, no. She what won't. would you punch someone for? Um. What would I punch someone
1: for? yeah like give me a scenario in which you would punch someone and do you ever fantasize about punch getting in a fight with another person
2: you know I'm not a very violent person but I really don't like Mm -hmm. hypocrisy like Mm -hmm. I don't feel like the pit of rage in your stomach you know like that feeling I don't really get that Mm -hmm. often but if someone stands for something and then does something else that like really gets at me Mm -hmm. so I
0: don't really like Mm -hmm. that interesting yeah so hypocrisy yeah Wow, People that, like, we go better back not on their be hypocritical. Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Not a grudge holder. It just like, makes me annoyed. Like, who's that guy in American history who is the betrayer? Bernard. Benedict Arnold? <laughs> yeah, Benedict <laughs> Arnold. <laughs> Dump truck truck? <Bernard. laughs> yeah. <laughs> I knew that was Benedict. Okay, so Benedict. So you would punch Benedict, Benedict Arnold. Cumberbatch. I would punch Benedict. <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> He's a hypocrite too. I. Uh, I love Benedict I Cumberbatch. Why? But okay, so you would you would punch Benedict Arnold? Yeah. Frame of reference. Yeah. Okay, cool. I think he was um, a
1: hypocrite. He was he was like a treasonous. Elective, yeah, but he was elective spy. He, he,
0: yeah, so he so he would was like being like, oh, I'm I'm nice, I'm this. Yeah, but a hypocrite. And is then like, he was like, I doing, truly
1: love the United States, but I'm gonna tell Britain about where we're keeping all of our horses. Isn't that exactly what he? <laughs> yeah, but he would have to mean that he loved the United States.
2: Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd okay. be like like people that like go out and preach that they like you know they're against blah blah blah, and then like secretly mm-hmm. then you find out they're like actually doing. It's like
0: well, no. oh, you right. mean like
1: all men uh, to me, in politics?
0: See, to me, that is like exactly what Lauren is describing that Benedict <laughs> Cumberbatch did. Like those are the same to me. I love that this has just turned into le- into a lesson about ex- describing what hypocrisy mm-hmm. is to me. Um, because I, I feel like I know what it means, but now I'm not sure.
1: You know what I thought about when someone's like, okay, so I have, as I said earlier, maybe not on air, but I've been watching the bachelor reluctantly for the first time. And by reluctantly, Mm -hmm. I mean like, I'm like so disgusted by it. I turn it off and then I have like an itch to watch it immediately Mm -hmm. when somebody Mm -hmm. confronts someone and is like, I don't care. I don't care. Like, I don't give up. Boop, what you care you know talk about mm-hmm. and they're like in your face yelling and you're like okay obviously you do mm-hmm. or people who are like i just want peace like i just want to be over it i and they like drum up more problems around it or people who like gallivant as peace loving like you know wholesome people and are like real shady little snakes Correct. i'm talking mostly mm-hmm. about men even though i use my female voice to explain that Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. And, but oh, that's like a big news you to have me. a that's somebody I would punch to be like okay, well you need to get out of my like page. Victoria? Like Victoria on The Bachelor. What the fuck? yeah. Wait, Mary, do you watch The Bachelor? Uh, I'm so out of the loop. I don't watch The Bachelor.
2: I've never Have you ever
0: watched it or no? Mm-hmm. Never okay. have you ever yeah, seen Yeah,
2: honestly I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off.
1: No, go ahead. No. Please. Um, have go you ahead. I've watched
2: the scripted show about The Bachelor though? It's called Unreal and it is Fantastic! What? It is written so well. Um, it was on the Lifetime Channel, so I am sure you've never seen it unless you've scrolled through Hulu looking no. for some good female empowerment TV. But mm-hmm. it is—they—they they do behind the scenes, so you can see how like the people running the show are like, yeah, well, blah 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 said this about you, and so like blah blah, and like they go up and they go and they now create like the drama. It is so good. Ten out of ten. Oh. Recommend.
0: Wait, I have to watch this. It's on Hulu. It's on Hulu. And it's called Unreal. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I will mm. be watching that. Yeah. Wow. Honestly, yeah, don't start don't start watching it Mm-mm. because I had never I had never watched it until like this past season. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like I, I totally get why people watch it. I totally get it, but it is awful and it really makes me um it really makes me dislike myself. But or I it. continue. Mm. Yeah, and just for being like so and just for bu- for buying into, like, it's all fake, obviously. And like like you said, you know, they're creating these moments where, like, they get the drama. And I also just, I follow, I some of the girls from this past season are showing up on my TikTok. And mm-hmm. people are, like, mm-hmm. commenting. And then the old bachelorettes sort of are like, this is actually how it goes, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it like takes them hours, and the the rose ceremonies are at like four in the morning, Correct. and like it makes me so you're gonna like, love Unreal angry that like you know that I'm there salivating over this when I know that it's wrong and bad. But you know what? Give me a break, universe. <laughs> We're in a national pandemic. Let me like We're what in I like. <laughs> a global pan- pandy, mm-hmm. and I'm going to watch The Bachelor. Yes. Okay. okay. So
2: I anyway, when it comes to reality TV, I like. Um, Mm -hmm. I've never been able to get into the competitive ones. Like the the Survivor Mm -hmm. or like American Idol where Mm -hmm. you're like slowly ticking down and then one person's gonna win. That's like not my game. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. I have watched all of the Real Housewives of New York and will continue. So it's not about like, I think I'm like better. I'm just like, there's just like a timeline of TV that I have trouble getting Mm -hmm. into. But man, if you just give me Mm -hmm. people living their day-to-day lives, like the Kardashians, I hate that I love it. Mm-hmm. I but i know. like the i did
0: i went through a yeah i went through a kardashian phase mm, yeah. I, I think i'm over it now but i definitely was through a phase where i was like they're actually like good people and their lives are hard and now i'm like uh, uh, well and just listening to them
2: bicker and banter sometimes <laughs> makes me feel like my yeah. family's around so it's just like a, i'm like we're italian Aww. so like if i was ever home alone i'd just put them on in the background cuz i was like oh people like voices familiar voices
1: that show really me affected too. my speech more than any other show I literally started to, like, explain things like this. And I was like, I did not go to Miss Piss and Shit's Academy for screaming.
0: (laughs) Miss Miss Piss and Shit's Academy for screaming. That's going to be our... We we should see if we can
1: get them to sponsor us. Um, That's a TikTok that I'm stealing from, but it's so (laughs) funny. That's pure. But I went to school to speak like this. And I am naturally gifted at speaking like Mm -hmm. this. And there's so many beautiful modes to speak in that i'm yeah. all mm-hmm. showing right now so to start speaking mm-hmm. like this and to be talking to the love of my life and being like i literally cannot take any more of this i hated mm-hmm. that yeah and i had to stop watching the mm-hmm. kardashians mm-hmm. because well, it was fucking up my speech The
2: stuff we watch, Mm -hmm. I'm like, when I watched Pretty Little Liars, I like Mm -hmm. binged it Mm -hmm. like probably like six or seven years ago now at this point, but like Mm -hmm. watched a Mm -hmm. lot of episodes in a row and my outfits got progressively cooler and cuter and more accessorized (gasps) to the point where like by season four, I was going into work and I was like so put together in the morning Mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. this like, it works. Like it's, it's so Mm -hmm. funny how much like what you watch really affects how you Mm -hmm. exist as a human.
1: Yeah. Especially if That's you're a so, mimicker. Wow. I feel like mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm. of theater folks are extremely apt at mimicking things that they see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, when you finish a movie, again, another TikTok. But this was a thing before TikTok. You're just plagiarizing TikToks on our podcast. I'm... And people are going to come after us and sue us. <laughs> Everything is based on something else. So come. That, no, That's you're sorry. right. Everything yeah. is a copy. Nothing is mm-hmm. original.
0: There's only five stories. Triangle yeah. bed. Okay.
1: Based off of one of our favorite shapes, the triangle. If you want your feet to touch, but your head to not, or your heads to touch, but your feet are hot, consider a triangle bed. Contact Triangle Man. If one of you has lice, I recommend
0: playing the footsies. Mm time <laughs> oh my god um but anyway I'm sorry Mary what were you saying something about a TikTok no uh, you said
2: there are only five mm. storylines and I said that mm. I also saw that oh. on TikTok
0: <laughs> oh yes. yes I was saying that well I saw a TikTok that was that said there was only 36 yeah, storylines yeah, yeah. <laughs> which I think even that is a lot like that's too many mm. I think it felt like too many
2: but I, I it's worth digging. I also saw that one and did not dig into it mm-hmm. but I would mm-hmm.
1: I'll tell you the storyline that. that runs through all of reality TV is women pitted against other women. Yeah, and that's fucked up. Talk. Mm-hmm. How does how does the Bachelorette work? Because there's only one woman on that show, so is she like constantly talking about people out of oh, yeah. the show? The men
0: caddy? Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. You know what <laughs> I though? I actually bad. started. I started watching a season of the Bachelorette because I was curious, yeah. and it's it's not as good, and it is because the men are more respectful of the other men and. That is garbage. Like, and then the woman, I just would not, as the bachelorette, I would so not feel safe standing in a room of 30 men who all wanted to have sex with me. um, And were like actively trying that. I would be like, I don't feel safe in this room, actually. Um, But yeah, the show itself is like, is not as good because the men, there's just not as much drama between the men and... Mm yeah we're not used to watching men pitted against each other in the same way so it's it's not as good and i think for that reason not as popular isn't that fuck i totally fucked. buy that yeah oh we're just playing
1: into this anyway i would i'm gonna have to look into that myself sounds boring
0: yeah i wanted to watch the season with hannah brown because mm-hmm. um, she was on a former season of the bachelor and she was like really good Wait. whatever and she has this huge fan base but th- that season is not available anywhere oh. to stream which one's
2: the one that just they uh div- they just got divorced colton haynes and
0: and cassie, cassie. yes that was the bachelor and i did what i did also just watch that season because i heard about all the drama with him jumping over the well, fence i met them what they came
2: to a show I was working and I met them and I didn't watch Of I don't watch The Bachelor but they said this is The Bachelor and he they just <gasps> won and I know my cousins watch it so I had them do a video that was like hey Anna oh. Allie and Courtney <laughs> and so now oh I follow God. them because I'm like invested because they were so nice they were genuinely so nice but now I'm seeing all this drama mm-hmm. and I'm like mm-hmm. they're splitting up and she and she had co- yeah they split had COVID? up
1: he had COVID. I think in, like, he had April, COVID. Holton like, had COVID.
2: Yes, and he Coulton was living in COVID? her parents' home. And they all like <gasps> it, to, it was a whole thing. I know a lot about story line, the storyline, but nothing about f- their actual
0: Wait, so do, so they were really nice? Did mm-hmm. what what was their vibe? What vibe did you get from them? He
2: is like super small town, the kindest man. And he was there because it was like oh. through a nonprofit thing. He just he gave me like um I you know guys that are just kind of like just blissfully unaware kind. Like, he's, like, I have Mm -hmm. no reason to be, like, mean or whatever. I just am. And, like, ta 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 Like, Mm -hmm. he reminds me of, like, people I've met from, like, Pittsburgh, where I don't know where he's from. But, like, he was just so, Mm -hmm. like. You know,
1: out west, like, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. (laughs) Like,
2: (laughs) like football player, like, Friday Night Lights. Like, just kind Mm -hmm. man. Yeah. Um, And then she was very clearly, like, very intelligent, very much so running the show. She was also super nice. It was just, Mm -hmm. like. But he gave me, like like, blindingly kind vibes. I
1: was like, oh. it's, it's just crazy. so weird Aww. to me how people who are that, like, kind and, like, well, I don't know, I guess whichever way the wind blows is okay by me. Yeah, yeah. Get on The Bachelor. <laughs> like, and then these women are like, I couldn't believe that uh, when I came on this show, I wasn't expecting... To meet and marry the Bachelor, but since Colton said a group <laughs> prayer, now I want to meet and marry the Bachelor, and I'm so like, surprised why? by that. It's Have like you've seen the show. Have you seen the show? It's been going on for
2: 12 seasons.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes. If I was like a pole vaulter at the Olympics and I did my Actually, pole like vault, and was seasons. like, "Oh my God! I can't believe I flipped over that big huge H." <laughs> I, like, didn't realize. I've only been
0: training my whole life Shut to do that. Up.
1: They're like, when he said the group <laughs> prayer, that's when I realized I could marry him. I'm like, I would hate to see you out in real life because you must propose to every other person you see. I know.
0: Uh, this is a great okay, segue. I, This is, yes. Into. Into. I want to talk about, Mary,
1: you made your own position on Broadway. I did. You found a need and a passion of yours, and you created it into a wonderful job. Yeah. Can you talk about that?
2: Absolutely. I, like, I, full disclosure, cannot take total credit for the position. I was hired into this job um, at Once on this Island Mm -hmm. after working 9-to-5 for, like, a solid 5 or 6 years in different Broadway capacities. I was working at Roundabout Theatre Company and Spotco, both great companies. Um, I worked at Jiva Theatre in my hometown, and all of them were 9-to-5 desk jobs, and after, Mm -hmm. like, five or six years of that, I was like, wow, I am bad at this. And if like, I looked out the window one day and saw it being like super sunny and then scrolled Instagram and saw like, I had friends that were like sitting in the park, like midday on a Tuesday. And I was like, that's what I want for the rest of my life. Not this. So I wound up leaving roundabout in like great terms, but was like, I think I need to find something that better fits like my soul and my schedule. So, um, Mm. it took a few months of like coffee shop work and just telling people what I want and I just kept saying I want to do marketing in person. And I didn't really know what that meant. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and once on this island had a job opportunity that was the lottery and um, like social media engagement before and after the show and I was like, cool and it was like very much they thought they were gonna hire like an 18 year old like that was like in mm-hmm. college or something and I was like 27 but I was like, no this is like this is it this is the job I want to do. Um, and in starting there, I wound up like taking over a couple other roles, you know, talking to them, being like, listen, you know I used to do event management, so when you have VIPs and things like that, let me do that after the show. Don't worry about it. And talking to the social media team and sort of creating this role and building it up into something that was like entirely my skill set and a need that I totally saw on Broadway. And I was like, mm-hmm. you know, social media is not going away, and we should be leaning into it more than we're leaning into like a billboard in Times Square. So it was like use your audience members as your advertisers. If yeah. they get great content, they'll post about you, and that's exponentially beneficial. So yeah. um, I took that from once on this island, which was like my home pride and joy. I worked on the show getting the band back together, both through the same producer Ken Davenport. And then um, then once on this island closed, and I was devastated and sort Ugh. of lost for a month. And we were all um, devastated. It was so, mm-hmm. it was really weird. I worked on the Polar Express <clears> show for a month out of pure need. Um, Which is an interesting time. I no regrets, but it was like out in Jersey, and I was like, "What am I doing Mm -hmm. in my life?" Um, I have to take the Polar Express to get to the Polar Express. I can't listen to that song. That's like if you just believe.
0: They played that's all the That's the Polar music.
1: Express?
0: They... Yeah, I actually ha- I don't know that song because I have not seen it. Um, it's the song Lord that plays Prince. at the end, and it's sung by Josh Groban. And it was
1: just, in oh, wow. what saying, <laughs> hear the melody that's, that's playing. playing.
2: <laughs> that was the song. so much um, to
1: celebrate. So
2: then after working there for about um, a month, I wound up working on the Gloria Steinem play, which was the coolest thing ever. And I got to meet so Gloria cool. Steinem there, which was bonkers. Um, mm-hmm. And then Harry Potter called, and they were like, we know what you were doing at Once on this Island, and we would like for you to do that here. And I said, 100%. That's so, bananas,
1: because Harry Potter's no small awesome. potatoes, OK?
2: No, it was the coolest no. shift in the whole world. And I was like, mm-hmm. I can't wait to do this. So I worked there for about nine months. And then um, the off-Broadway show, Little Shop of Horrors, that was going to be starring um, Jonathan Groff, was like, we would really like for you to do that same thing on our show. And I was like, I already have a show. And I wound up negotiating with everybody and working with this external company, Broadway Plus, Mm -hmm. um, to start my own sort of vein where I hired somebody in at Harry Potter and then I got to work at Little Shop. And so for like a solid six months from like September 2019 through March 2020, I was building up to Mm -hmm. work with other shows. So I still believe there's a total need for it, especially now that we're going to need COVID compliance officers and things like that. Mm. Um, I think there's a world where... This person could also be like looped into that, but like there's got to be a PR person at your show. If you were gonna hon- yeah. like run an event, yeah, you would put a PR person at that event. Right. Every night, every show is an event. Put a PR person there. Yeah. So that's my
0: pitch. Wow, look at you. Yeah. That's awesome. You're just making. You're, you basically invented a role for yourself. Mm-hmm.
2: It was so fun. I mean,
0: not really. I guess it was a role was that a role. you filled, but you really made it your own.
1: Mm -hmm. I think there's so much to be said oh no go ahead go ahead Mary you're the expert
2: Mm -hmm. no I was just going to say the extra like VIP like audience engagement that way was Mm -hmm. not a part of it before Mm -hmm. and I Mm -hmm. was really excited to be like hell yeah let me do that not the company manager they do enough
1: I think when you get into a job I was just talking about this with another friend of mine who much like you Mary gets into roles finds where she wants to work and Mm -hmm. is like wherever I can get in let me in there And this is my expertise. And they're like, great, come do your expertise. And then like pushes out the walls of her job from there. Mm
0: -hmm. And is
1: like, I'm seeing this gap, this gap and this gap in your company. You're not having people go home with a photo in front of the step and repeat for Mm -hmm. once on this island, which please remind me what you were having people say when you took their photo
2: i would be like strike a pose do something weird make a face fill the space and people laughed every time and it was great and it's so be, good like, so cute I like,
1: it really wow. works nice. it did it's like wow. a hog call <laughs> not that people sing Broadway shows are hogs but you're like Hoo! and then they're like put their little hooves out
2: it's <laughs> yes. just like a hog call just like a it's hog call perfect. i respond to those
1: yeah um i think that's so cool that you chiseled this roll out for yourself and it's so important. If I'm coming from way out west, like Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and <laughs> well, I I've been see Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> yeah. You've been many. You just. Yeah, you've been many places. Um, and I say, I took a picture. Jonathan Groff came out. The, this person who works on the show, you know, you could be like the popcorn bag collector. And there's still mm-hmm. like this New York City person who works on the show. Ask me how I like the show. That gets at least 50 people just talking about that show. And then when Mm -hmm, they come to New mm -hmm. York, they have a hook. Mm -hmm, I think that's so important marketing-wise. You're right. Who's going to see a Broadway bill, you know, like a billboard and be like, oh, Mm -hmm. look, I should tell my friends about that.
2: Exactly. Mm -hmm. 100% 100% that was like that was my whole I'm like people go off of referrals now it's why we have influencers mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, you know treat even somebody with like you know 70 followers treat them like an influencer because they're going to go talk to their friends
1: right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and treat them nice I mean theater has always been like this in some regard but Broadway you felt very ushered in ushered out okay you dirty mm-hmm. tourists like leave the theater and when you're treated like a person who bought tickets and we care about you and it's accessible and sure you want to take a picture in front of this absolutely you know, yeah. that is such a nice, warm way for someone to leave a show feeling. Not like, we took your mm-hmm. money, you saw the show, get the F out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's exactly Absolutely. it. Hey guys, it's Eileen. I do just have to jump in here and say that while yes... <clears throat> oh my god, I sneezed. Did you guys hear that? Well, yes, this episode is sponsored by Triangle Beds. It is also sponsored by Virtual Broadway, which our own Mary Regis, who you are listening to right now, is on the founding team of. As if she were not already such a queen, she founded a company. She's boss babe, but make it ethical and legit. Please enjoy this sexual hot, crazy hot ad read by
1: our own Lauren Awesome. Ready to make your virtual meetings crazy hot? Virtual Broadway produces custom engagement experiences for companies featuring your favorite Broadway talent. Each experience is completely tailored to your organization, from custom songs about your core values to interactive workshops for your affinity groups. Virtual Broadway does all the heavy lifting, and you get approval every step of the way. Visit virtualbroadway.com or email us at sales at virtualbroadway.com today. Do you have any um,
0: um, like crazy stories, like crazy customers or people who saw the show?
2: Yeah, I I have, I have like too many stories. There mm-hmm. were some where like people mm-hmm. would come in, obviously like way too drunk, and like come out and be like fighting mm-hmm. in the lobby and go upstairs. We had, I one of my favorite ones though was Richard Kind. Do you know that actor, comedian? Yes.
0: Oh my God. So he yes. came
2: to the show the first time with. Patty Lapone, which was hysterical. Mm-hmm. And so the two of them mm-hmm. were like, oh you know, we did photos after the show. And then he was like, I'm bringing my family later this week. And we were like, great, cool. Can't wait. We'll totally bring you backstage. Absolutely. He comes back later that week, but he hadn't bought a ticket for himself. He was like, I have already seen this. I'm just going to hang <gasps> out here in your lobby while my family sees the show. And we were like, <sighs> Okay, so the best part was the show is like 90 minutes, no intermission. And like the lobby is very inviting, but a bunch of us will like sit out there like people that work the bar staff and like the ushers and like myself, you know, a couple of uh, managers, whatever, Um, and Richard Kind for this performance. And he had his laptop and at one point there was like a bench and he was laying down on the ground with his feet up on the bench typing on his laptop. <laughs> he is back and, and people were like coming up the stairs and around the corner, like, is that Richard Kind? And he was acting <laughs> like it was so normal. Oh and no my one we didn't god. talk to him because we were like, I guess I mean, like, he bought tickets for his family, this is Richard Kind. We like this man, like mm-hmm. it's just that we were like, mm-hmm. Okay, make yourself at home.
1: Oh my god. So that is so funny. That's like one of the most celeb things you can do is to like sit on a printer and be like just, I belong yeah, here. I just, <laughs> everywhere is my home and nowhere is my home. I'm famous. Correct. Oh, my Real God. My God. We, had,
2: we had so many fun people there. I, my biggest win was awesome. Chadwick Boseman came to the show. <gasps> it made like my heart. Um, oh
1: and my he, God.
2: he had come in like at the last second and somebody was like, Chadwick Boseman is here. And I didn't get to him before the show to be like, hey, do you want to come backstage afterward? So I was like, mm-hmm. if I don't get to this man, like you know, the show, the movie mm-hmm. had just come out, um, Black Panther and the show was mm-hmm. an entirely, um, BIPOC cast. And I was like, this mm-hmm. is like, it, I, you know, I have to capture this moment. And if I don't, I'm mm-hmm. failing at my job. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and so I snuck up next to him during like the applause for the show. Cause there's no intermission and I'm standing there and I'm like clapping to pretending that I'm like super discreet. Mm-hmm. And I turned mm-hmm. to him and I was like, are you Chadwick Boseman? And he was like, uh, no, no, you've got the wrong guy, you got the wrong guy. And he like pulls his hood over and I was like, Oh my god, I got oh. the wrong guy <laughs> and I turned to him and I look at him again and I was like, No, this is too much buzz. Like this and I was like, I think you're Chadwick Boseman, and if you come with me right now, I can get you backstage to meet the cast. I know they'd love to meet you, and then I can get you out of here without being seen. And he was like, <gasps> Oh yeah, yeah, I'll do that. And he like grabbed his friend and they came <gasps> backstage and it was the I was like I was like, that was so it was oh, like nerve-wracking wow. moment because I was like, what if I am? I'm not great with faces. What if I got the wrong guy? Right, right. Oh, my God. And it was just so, if and he you, was so kind. Imagine you brought
0: him, <laughs> imagine you, like, brought him backstage and it wasn't Chadwick Boseman. And then, like, everyone backstage was
1: like, uh, who the fuck is and this He was guy? like, I told you I was not Chadwick Boseman." <laughs> so, yeah, I told you I wasn't Chadwick Boseman. <laughs> my name Literally. is Dump Truck Cump Truck. I'm a science teacher. <laughs> <laughs> oh man
0: oh, wow that's yeah. so nice Aww, Mary I miss what a Broadway. clutch move I miss, it was, I miss
1: I theater, it. I, miss I'm, theater. <laughs> I saw when I was really down I had just gotten fired from my job at Equinox sports clubs a mm-hmm. Trump mm-hmm. sports club if you want to join um, <laughs> bring yes. your Canada goose we do not
0: support do not I just support. want to emphasize we do
1: not, not support this. this that was a joke <sighs> um i had just gotten fired from equinox and mary was like why don't you come see the show and i was like mary i can't i'm a garbage man now and she was like not literally working in for the garbage collection but like i'm trash don't don't bring me there and i got the same fucking um treatment as chadwick or non-chadwick Bozeman. mary was like come see the show i wept that was the best show i've ever seen and then I got to go see the cast, who are all Mary's friends. It was just so fantastic. The Mary, was we what can- a New York if, if that was illegal for you to do, we can cut this part out.
0: Yeah, if that was illegal and you could get fired <laughs> no. 10 months later or, like, years after no. doing something like
1: that. No. It was so nice. We can cut it out. It was so it nice. It good. Mary, that is so funner. You is oh. one of the best birthdays ever. Oh. Let me paint the scene, okay? It's Mary's 30th birthday. It's January of last year. We are in the dead of winter. Mary loves trivia and has been doing and hosting trivia wildly successfully. Also crushing trivia at some local haunts in um, Hamilton Heights, uh, upper, upper West area. She decides to rent out the coffee shop that she loves the most. Manhattanville coffee and host a nighttime trivia event private for her friends it was beautiful the all glass windows floor to ceiling were like fogged with that kind of like steam of someone having a party in the middle of winter in a glass you know room she had trivia that was based on things she loved there was a photo wall like talk about being good at it like a step and repeat birthday photo wall created
0: by you Oh my God! Didn't you you helped. You decorated.
1: You were a dream in half. I was late, and I didn't bring enough stuff.
2: You absolutely. (sighs) I was later because Mm -hmm. I showed up after you, when my party should have already started. And you and our friend Jonathan had helped decorate the whole place, and it was Mm -hmm. the kindest, most wonderful thing. Because I was running late, and I hadn't finished the questions.
0: (laughs)
1: So. <laughs> Hell so no! <laughs> it,
2: it was so fun. fun
1: this was the most fun birthday i've ever been to
2: it was the most fun Aww. party i've ever thrown um mm-hmm. i always have to work on weekends so I, and my birthday mm-hmm. was on like a thursday so i threw like you know the standard like show up at this bar after i get done with work um mm-hmm. which was also a blast but then i was like all right i want my closest friends to like really like have a rager on Saturday night so we planned Mm -hmm. a trivia birthday Mm -hmm. I asked questions that had to do with myself things I liked there were Mm -hmm. like six rounds there was a music round there was a visual round the whole bit and they you know the coffee shop sells wine and beer so everyone got nice and wow Mm
1: -hmm. how did you compensate the person who was working the The coffee, wine, and beer.
2: That was my, like, pay. So, like, Mm -hmm. the coffee shop let me actually just rent it for, like, reserve it for free because they're never open during those hours. I used to work there, so I had a relationship. And um, Mm. because they were purchasing wine and beer, they were like, this is Mm -hmm. extra that we would have made, so we'll waive the rental fee. So I paid for the server's salary that for that night or hourly for that night.
1: that was it. Wow. oh that's so nice. It was so much fun. It was great. And Nick and I were doing sober... We were not drinking. We we're doing sober January. So we were just drinking seltzer and iced coffee all night. And I it was like <laughs> the ideal. Oh yeah, cuz I was like I I was very uh very sober. Yeah. But very amped up on coffee and I still had a blast, which is a lesson and a half, you know. It was the most fun.
0: Blast don't and don't a wait. half. So you're a Capricorn Mary? An Aquarius, but
1: just by like an two Aquarius. Days. Yeah. Nice. Break down nice. your sun rising moon. Come on. Okay. What's your big three?
2: So I'm an Aquarius sun. <laughs> and what's my big three? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, seriously. Oh, um, i an Aquarius sun. I have a Gemini rising. What does and that mean? A Sagittarius moon. What does that mean? Ooh. From what I so she's air on air. Air on air. So I, if you want to know why I am subletting a place for a month while my apartment is also subletted, and I've been to Vegas and Rochester recently during a national or international pandemic that is air on air mm-hmm. air on air energy wow um, um, air on and air. then i got a lot of capricorn in my other planets mm-hmm. so i'm mm. i know how to be grounded but
0: well, that keeps you grounded mm-hmm.
1: yeah
0: yeah nice. i mean what are you leaners um i'm an aries sun mm-hmm. aquarius rising and a pisces moon <gasps> aquarius rising i know aquarius rising that's right so basically when people meet me they think that i'm you mm-hmm. and and when when people meet you they think that you're my boyfriend josh who is a gemini, a gemini zone.
2: danger zone
0: yeah and josh's rising is virgo so when people meet josh they think born. he's lauren virgo mm-hmm.
1: wait can you break it what's down? your rising what's rising and moon what does that mean Present.
0: you're rising is yeah is like your mask to the world so how when people first meet you like the sign that you give off the aura of the most so like mary when people first meet her seems like a gemini i seem like an aquarius wait lauren what is your rising i'll tell you i saved
1: it in my notes but i have no fucking idea what it means
2: you don't have that right here i just i just
1: explained it to, to you me. flawlessly was, i know like, i know it's perfect flawlessly i'm a visual learner eileen i words mean nothing to you me. are a visual wait, learner can you, you describe describe are that's what true
0: that's in your brain. And your moon sign is how you relate to your emotions. Mm-hmm. So for example, I have a Pisces moon and Pisces is a water sure. sign and they're very emotional yeah. and very um sort of like vulnerable and and closed off at the same time. Mm-hmm. That's probably not true actually about the close off. I'm gonna cut out the close off because that was gonna make me sound like a fucking idiot. They're
2: vulnerable.
0: I'm just they're vulnerable. They're very vulnerable. And so when I come when it comes to my emotions, I basically just I cry all the time, like without even knowing how I can't argue without crying. I instantly cry. It really, it really annoys me. I hate it. I hate it. And I have my little sister and my little brother are both Pisces. They're born one day and four years apart. So their birthdays are right after each other. And neither of them are very emotional at all. Um, I feel like I'm like the only emotional person in my family. Actually, we'll probably cut this out. Yeah. But um, let's dig in. Yeah. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. People, what I've learned from TikTok is people really hate Pisces like a lot. Like the Pisces slander is real. Really? Yes. Everyone's like, "What's the worst sign, Pisces?" I always thought it was Scorpio. Everyone. Yeah, that's. I a think for men, it's Scorpion. Scorpio.
1: Could you be a yeah. worse yeah. symbol?
0: Could you be a worse fucking bug? Scorpions? Let me just break down
1: scorpions for those of you who are like, what's a scorpion? A freak bug. Please explain what a scorpion is. You know somebody who goes to the gym and gets too many muscles and they look like a bug or a beetle? That's basically Mm -hmm. a scorpion. It It has a stanger, okay? And it will stang you. They're glow in the dark. If you put a UV light Mm -hmm. on them, they light up bright green, like a glow in the dark army man. And they fucking kill pets in Arizona. Terrible. And during what dust storms, they, they blow into your window. I don't want that. Well, that's more. I'm just I don't want to live in a place where there are scorpions.
0: Like Australia, there's like but, there's snakes and shit and like deadly. Oh, tunnel spiders thugs. that
1: shoot out of tunnels in the ground into your hair and face. No, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: And scorpions
1: and scorpions. Guys, I found my my breakdown. Are you ready? Thank you. Yes. Thank God. OK, obviously main presenting Virgo through and through September 12th, baby. I'm a Virgo. So you're a Virgo sun? I'm a Virgo sun. My moon, which I wrote in my notes deep down inside, people would not guess this about you. Jamini.
0: <gasps> okay, Gemini moon. So is interesting.
1: Corinne. Oh, Corinne, if you're listening to this, I love you so much. She's one of our friends. Yeah. Nice. She and I both Jamini's. Jamini um, <laughs> moons. Jamini moons. Um, <gasps> wait, is Corinne a Jamini moon or she's a Jamini sun? She's a Jamini moon. She's a Pisces
0: sun. <laughs>
1: Oh my god! (laughs) Okay, so Jemini Moon and Rising. How people see you, LeaR,
0: LeaR, LeaR. I actually totally buy that. that. In that, (laughs) my (laughs) sins. 'Cause you are so Leo esque. because 'cause aren't you you're September twelfth. So yeah. that's pretty solidly Virgo, I guess. It is, but I but always you're... used
1: to think I was Lee. Li- I was like I feel yeah. kind of like a Virgo in my planning and like mm-hmm. safety mechanisms. But I feel yeah. like a Liar in my like kick down the door and be like say the most sensitive thing about my body that I possibly can.
0: Yeah, and you're like and you're like, I'm so gorgeous, I'm so beautiful, like I know it. I always say I'm that. not hiding it. No. I I'm I love myself. That's very Leo. And you can Mm -hmm. walk into a party and instantly be like center of attention. (gasps) Center
1: of attention. Well, that's also because of the door kicking, but. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: Okay. So Virgo, sun, Leo, rising, Gemini, moon, Mm -hmm. Gemini, moon,
1: Gemini. Nice.
0: Guys, we have to talk about human
1: design at some point. We don't have to do it now, but on an upcoming pod, human design. Definitely. But yeah, we should probably move on to our next segment. Yeah, I think so too. Mary, um, or Mary. Let me call you Mary, because that's what I love Mayor. to
2: do. I think it's so nice.
1: I- Mary
0: Catherine. <laughs> Sister Mary Catherine. <laughs> when I'm
2: nervous, I like to. Mm-hmm.
0: Your last name is spelled like ragu's, like plural ragu. The better thing
2: about my last name is backwards, it's sugar.
0: Oh, <gasps> wow. So Mary, where can we find Mary you Mary Catherine on
2: Instagram. backwards,
0: sugar. Oh,
2: yeah. I'm Sugary Ram. It's my full name backwards. Um. And so my little image logo is like a little lollipop and then a ram.
0: Wow! Wait, mm-hmm. that is really That's clever. Cool. It's Mary you must work in social media marketing. A clever accident.
1: <laughs> when you and your when you and your sister were growing up, Mary, can you just quickly go over <laughs> a game you would play together, and what what name you had in that game?
2: I sure will, Lauren. Thank you so Thanks. much for asking me about this. I really appreciate pleasure.
1: the attention this moment in my
2: life <laughs> is receiving. <laughs> um, so when my sister and I were younger, and I'm not sure where this came from, but from a very young age, maybe four or five, mm-hmm. we would pretend yep. that we were rats, not mice. Rats? Rats. rats. Um, we lived rat. in upstate New York. We had not had a ton of exposure to rats. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'd ever seen one. But I thought the, the way that the sound, like when you say rat, it like had like a, a wild, like a better sound than saying, no, oh, we're just cute little mice. So we in our brains we were like cute little mice, but we would say like we were rats. Um, mm. And my sister's mm. name was Rat. My name was Ratley. Oh my gosh, perfect! My future in fashion. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so those of you who are listening, wow. I'm showing I'm showing the Zoom a, uh, Gutter Rat that crossbody bag that I located horrifying. for Mary.
0: <laughs> oh my god!
2: I Can I be hate clear? That. After that time in our lives, and like, grant. Okay, so she was Rat. I was Ratley. And we would create little like garbage piles for ourselves. I think we should, I think you should just talk about the weird stuff you did all the time. Um, we would yeah. create garbage piles for ourselves. So we would take like printer paper and crumple it up, or newspaper and crumple it up, mm-hmm. and like pretend that was trash. And then our mother would make us like clean it up, obviously, at the end of the day. So we would keep it in like old mm-hmm. newspaper bags, those like thin tube ones. So we would have those sitting all over our house growing up. Oh that we would, what like, are those,
1: write. Mrs. Regis? Oh, those are the girls' rat garbage toys. <laughs> and
2: like we grew up to be relatively normal for the most part. So I think it's like I'm like I can't imagine my mother having to explain that to people. Um and mm-hmm. then when our brother was born <clears throat> six years after so I was like six, my sister was five, and he was like our little we'll play with him. Um he became mm-hmm. ratty, R A T T Y. so we wow. continued this
1: until we yeah. were and they too didn't old. You have a cleaning service. <laughs>
2: They had a cleaning company um, mm-hmm. with a Congrats. terrible deal. Um, but mm-hmm. I still remember the song. And mm-hmm. the song was, we're Rat and Ratley's cleaning company. We'll clean your floors. We'll do it all day without getting bored. We'll do it all for fun. We'll get money to $30 an hour or $10 a room. Terrible
1: deal. <laughs> terrible deal. Oh and no this is 90s money. <laughs> This is 90s money. Thirty dollars oh an God. hour. Thirty dollars an hour, or ten dollars a room. the ten dollars right. a room.
2: Do not go by our hourly mm-hmm. rate. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, anyways, not. that's a <sighs> thing in my past. Wow, we could
0: blow it. Hide, don't.
2: And then I don't like. I actually don't like any kind of rodents now in my adult life. Like
0: mm-hmm. no. my sister and brother had Same. hamsters. I
2: Absolutely think
0: not.
1: Like,
2: no. I don't want to be no. near a mouse. I don't want to be near a rat. I accidentally mm-hmm. kicked a rat recently. <gasps> I was, by accident, I was, like, running because I was late to meet some friends, and I was, like, mm-hmm. in sandals <gasps> in the summer. Oh, my God. No, and I no. the street, and it cut across me because I'm in New York City. Oh, my God, it, like, no, hit the stop. edge of my foot, and these two girls behind me saw it, and I screamed and freaked out. The girls were like, we saw <gasps> it! We're so sorry! And I was like, oh!
0: oh my God. My friend God. was like, you almost hear
2: over text. I was like, I just kicked a rat.
0: Yeah. In, in open toed shoes mm, Open-toed. Uh,
1: shoes. I got to the
2: restaurant that and, like, is like horrifying. sterilized my foot it was the
0: worst thing no I mean, which oh is so God.
1: funny Mary because you wear like rat kicking sexy ass like big boots with heels all winter and fall Yeah. so of course you had to kick a rat like in your beautiful pretty little wires like summer garb no I know and a rat like you literally <sighs> scraped its teats with your toenails oh please cut that I actually yeah one time <laughs> <No>. I <laughs> <You will not. laughs>
0: we can't we actually can't cut we can only cut like one thing per episode <laughs> uh, one time I um was walking on the sidewalk and a rat ran over my foot um and I I wasn't wearing open toes I was wearing sneakers but I was Still? I was horrified I mean I was like jumping like the rest of the night every time I thought of it I would like go like this I, like couldn't. did you throw them out it was horrible the sneakers no yeah No, I think I just, I blacked out. I actually don't remember what pair of shoes it was. That's good. Even like specifically. That's actually. Yeah, it is probably because I
1: would. uh, If uh, you live in New York, you have to have a suspension of disbelief that like you're not sitting in. Nothing's happened to you. Piss, (laughs) shit, dried semen, feces. Mm -hmm. Everything Mm -hmm. has that on it.
2: Or you have to be totally comfortable with the COVID vaccine. (laughs)
1: Mm -hmm. that's
2: my
0: one or the other my favorite
2: like I have kicked a rat I don't give a shit what's in that vaccine it'll probably be fine
1: you know what's so Tell scary? Tell me you don't care what's in the COVID vaccine <laughs> yeah. without telling me yeah. you don't care what's in the COVID vaccine. I'm only going to run this by toenails.
2: TikTok
0: trends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, if you don't, if you're not on TikTok, you actually can't listen to our podcast because you won't okay. understand. Put a anything
2: finger you know down, New about. York City edition. Have what you ever, ever kicked <laughs> a rat?
1: Oh. Have you ever kicked a rat in an open toe chew? Yeah. Has yes. the man that sings "All of Me" and has a speaker in a gift bag ever dropped his hat or eye patch on your mother when she was visiting you? Put a finger down. Has the man that threatens to jump off the uh, the above ground 125th one stop ever stuck his head into the train and said, if no one gives me $20, I'm going to jump off this 125th one stop while you were with a guest who was visiting you from the city? Put a finger down.
2: Has a man ever I've, dropped wait. a Coca-Cola can that was open on your head while you were sitting on the subway as the doors were closing on 59th on an express train? put a finger down and
1: he left the train no 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 no. the doors
2: are closing at 59th express so I had to take this train after an open can of soda had fallen onto my head and then spilled onto my hand and arm and like the whole body and then the doors closed and they didn't open again until 125th street and I was like
0: oh my god with all of these people on this crowded
2: train and the man who had just spilled that on me and we were all like and i was clearly mad and everyone was looking at me like how are you not being cool about this and i was like how
0: are you all looking at me like i'm the one that did something Um, yeah what the fuck that is so that's typical new york you guys this is a tiktok right here Just (laughs) like this is a tiktok we can make this a tiktok and go viral let's go viral um Okay, wait. We should probably move on to our letters segment. Yeah, we get Lore, tons Lore. of
1: letters every week. We every get tons of day. letters. Cool. Every Guys, we are trying day, to I a send, it send it to Zoom. Send it to Zoom. Oh, two, one, three, four. Send it to oh, yeah. Zoom. <laughs> send it to Zoom. Come on in Zoom, 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 uh, Zoom. But this is me Zoom, after Zoom, I watch Zoom, the Kardashians. Literally send it send to Zoom. Oh, to two, Zoom. one, three, four. Like, I don't even care if you send it to Zoom.
0: Wait, is 02134 what they said on the Zoom call? Yeah, it's it Boston the Boston Mass. Zoom, or the
2: Boston area. That's right.
1: 02134. Send it to right. Zoom.
0: Uh, Send
1: it to Zoom. So we get lots of so letters, this is guys. our segment called Two Letters. Mm-hmm. I want to make, I want to put it out there that although we do have letters we're getting through, if you have a genuine advice letter, your anonymity is kept entirely, write to us with your question at crazyhotpod.com. P O D at gmail.com. We will answer it on air. We will hopefully give you a satisfying answer and we hope that you are the better for it. So Mary, we're going to have you answer, like help, help us answer these questions. We'd love if you respond first cool. to each letter. Um, Eileen, how, how do you want to do this? You want to go first? Should I go first? Um, I'll go first right. and then you can do the second
0: okay, one. Okay, Great. So here's our first letter. Crazy hot. I am recently engaged to the man of my dreams. We're going to have our, we're going home to have our engagement photo shoot in my picturesque. Oh my god, I cannot speak. In my picturesque town in upstate New York. I asked my sister-in-law to join us for the day- for the shoot day and she happily obliged. She also unfortunately let my mother know. I have forgiven my mother for the unsteady and toxically negative environment she raised my brother and I in but i do not see her often as she has not changed her mean-spirited and scrutinizing nature she will be in our wedding in a small but meaningful role and i am torn as to what as to what asking her not to be at our photo shoot would do to her already to her already poor attitude if i can keep her at an arm's distance during the shoot or have a talk with her beforehand and outline how i want the day to go i think i could avoid the tumult of banning her from our entire engagement shoot day she would not take being asked to stay away from us lightly, and it would make a lot of emotional work for me to do. What would you do? Thank you, bride of the mother Zilla.
1: Wow, wow, that's
2: a terrible uh, situation. Wow. And actually, yeah. so I'm am I answering first?
1: Yeah,
0: okay. Yes. So my
2: sister's also engaged and getting married very shortly. So mm-hmm. weddings that's have Ellen. been like the only thing we talk about in my family recently. So Mm -hmm. I feel, I do not have a toxic mother in that way. Let me be clear. I am not the person that wrote this question. Um, Absolutely not. But I feel equipped to weigh in on wedding Mm -hmm. anxiety. Um, I I don't know what kind of roles you give a mother at that shoot, but I think, like she said, arm's distance. We're in a pandemic, right? Mm. I think if you just blame it on the pandemic situation, Mm -hmm. you say, like, listen, like, we are taking... Yeah, I think you have to blame it on precautions. And I think there's a way mm-hmm. to skirt it mm-hmm. that doesn't hurt her. S- skirt, skirt. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: That's smart. Yeah. That's really that's good, smart, Mary.
1: I didn't even think that, of that. And
0: that's easy. You're just like, easy out. Yeah. No one's feelings get hurt. Correct. Yeah. Easy out. Yeah. What do you guys think? I would say it depends on what she, I mean, like, if I had a mean-spirited, scrutinizing mother, I would not want her at a photo shoot where I'm going to be um, you know, in a very expensive outfit, like paying a lot of money to look good in these photos and probably paying for hair and makeup. And I don't want her there, you know, picking at me or telling me that like I look bad or I should change this or that. Mm-hmm. So I would, and because of my extremely confrontational nature, mm-hmm. I probably would just say, I don't want you here and be extremely clear Aries. that... Aries yeah that I and you know and set a boundary not in a mean way Mm -hmm. but just say like this is a very important day I'm spending a lot of money on this we don't have a lot of time Um, we can't have a lot of people here you can't come and just like be absolutely blunt about it just like you uh, you cannot come. And um, if she throws a fit, she needs to grow up because she's a grown-ass woman Mm -hmm. and she needs to get over it. And you're already putting her in the wedding. I mean, she can't, you know, she's in the wedding. How much can she complain? You know, she doesn't have to be a part of every single little step. Um, And I think the, the important part is just, you know, whatever her reaction is, just kind of blocking it out and being like, I set a boundary. I did the right thing. Her reaction is on her and does not and it does not affect my feelings about it or my decision in any way mm. that's her problem say that again and on social media i need that energy in my life yeah. set a boundary and hold i it. do set a boundary hold it their reaction's not about you wow
1: love that yeah eileen you're a boundary queen i try i try to be okay i'm a golden retriever that will literally let anybody touch the underside of me I don't mean that literally. Um, and that's my answer Sorry. to this question. Thank you so much. There you go. <laughs> no, I think you I would My it. letter boss me all around. No comment. Um, I'm going to read the next letter. Yes, let's read the second letter. Sorry that's happening to you, Bride of the Motherzilla. That's stressful. That um, is. It's stressful. But even people who have perceptively perfect lives where everyone loves each other um, have their issues. So don't feel mm-hmm. like you're, you know, don't feel bad about that. Okay. Dear Crazy Hot, mm-hmm. My neighbor is hot as balls. Every morning, I see him running through twenty-five foot snowbanks with jet. Pa- Sorry, with jetpacks. I'm gonna start again. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I don't take these lightly. I, I apologize. wrote this when I was like
0: half asleep. So, <laughs> <laughs> Eileen,
1: cut that. You cut that part. We're cutting that. We're cutting that. <laughs> okay, guys. I'm gonna start the next letter. Um, here we go. Dear Crazy Hot. My neighbor is hot as balls. Every morning, I see him running through twenty-five foot snowbanks with jetpacks at- attached attached to his feet. In- I'm sorry. Yeah, with jetpacks attached to his feet in skin tight under Under Armour, I can barely walk. My knees buckle <laughs> from love and lust in my my <laughs> This is someone's problem, Lauren. You have to take <laughs> <Sorry>. this seriously. <laughs> All right. Oh my I'm just going to read it really it fast. This and poor hof- man. Hopefully that will work. Person. <sighs> my neighbor is hot as balls. Every morning I see him running through 25 foot snowbanks with jetpacks attached to his feet and skin tight under armor and I can barely walk. My knees buckle from love and lust in my pants without being too vulgar. He also happens to always be surrounded by a flock of deer. They'll f- follow him through the forest <laughs> while he runs, and. then when he goes in his house all the deer eat the grass on my lawn never his lawn by the way and rip up my petunias which my landlady reminds me every day are very special to her and and to guard with my life i think that my neighbor is a werewolf but make it but werewolf but make it for deer and has some kind of huge influence in the deer community like bernie sanders with american socialists how can i tell my neighbor to please ask the deer to stop eating my landlady's petunias so i don't get evicted also, is there some sort of deer repellent you can recommend? Thanks, Hot Crotch for Deer Man.
0: Oh, oh Mary! My God.
2: that's really rough. Our <laughs> listeners, your listeners, are eclectic. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Interesting, um, Mary. What do you have to? What? Do you, what advice do you have to give to Hot Crotch for Deer Man? Yeah, that's really difficult. Um, so the land. <laughs> Like, taking a like, so basically the, the deer, the deer are eating that her hot neighbor's flock of deer are eating the petunias, petunias that the landlady is very protective over. And so hot crotch doesn't want to get evicted. Mm-hmm. So what how do they tell the neighbor to please call off the flock of deer right. from eating the petunias? And also do you recommend any sort of deer repellent? So
2: I think this is all positive. Um, these deer, he knows that they follow him
0: and it's only when he runs I think yes it well it seems he's always he's always surrounded by a flock of deer Mm
1: -hmm. it seems like the running is like a ritual or kind of like an opening ceremony to whatever sort of deer wolf activities he's doing in the but when he goes
0: inside the deer go in hot crotches lawn and eat the petunias Um,
2: so I would on my end uh, create some sort of like a little, like, I don't know. My mom always had those little, like, gardening cages around all of the stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, mm-hmm. the, the mm. little fence thing <gasps> to block the petunias. It is, like, the landlady mm-hmm. just wants to make sure they're okay. It's, like, if I'm yes. renting it, I think it's fine mm-hmm. that, like, the petunias still exist. Also, it, it doesn't feel like my problem. It feels like the landlady's problem if she doesn't mm-hmm. want them Eaten, like yeah. it almost seems like I'm like, you don't have to solve this, just sit outside and watch this man. <laughs> like, lawn chair, go uh-huh. tell the landlady yes, that it, does seem, it seems yeah. like based upon this man. And yes, it will be very, very sad if the landlady approaches this neighbor and he winds up moving because they get in a tiff. However, mm-hmm. make it your goal, use that as immediacy to go and talk to him first so that you can mm-hmm. create a relationship. There's something to yes. talk about. You can reference the landlady as a common enemy, and mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. you guys have a bonding point. Maybe he moves, and maybe you get to go and see him all the time. And now you're dating. And what a coincidence!
0: <gasps> Boom. And then maybe the deer are on your side because of, um, you know, if you befriend the hot neighbor right. and he has this flock of deer, then maybe the flock of deer will like you and listen <gasps> to you, and you can tell them like, don't use eat his the petunias. Deer
2: whispering abilities. Mm-hmm. Yes. 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 Hundred percent. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. How about you, Lauren? What do you think? I think Mary's advice was spot on. Um, mm-hmm. I think all great relationships start with a common enemy. I know mine has. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Who's your common enemy with uh, with Nick? Baby Bop. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, the baby bottle Bops <laughs> Nope. No baby
2: Bop from Barney. <laughs>
0: Barney's oh, I don't like little know baby Ball. <laughs> Oh my god, like I completely forgot about baby Bob. BJ's
2: mm-hmm. little sister? Cuz there was a character named BJ on that show.
1: Mhm. Yeah, smart. Yeah. And you a whole club named BJ.
2: Later.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. <laughs> I think I also agree like TCOP to your landlady. Take care of your own plants. Mhm. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. that's not your problem. Mm -hmm. And maybe when you guys both move out together, um, you could have like a feast on those petunias because it's not, nobody should be holding, you know, an extraneous like plant over your lease. If you, you have, you have, depending on where you live, you should have incredible rights um, per the 2019 laws that have been passed in New York state and many other like uh, comparable states, your tenants' Mm -hmm. rights are at an all-time high. So I would say- don't be afraid of your landlady. Don't let it impede your decision making with this, um, dear God.
2: Mm-hmm. And go for it. Also, we're in a great global, advice. We're in a global panda bear. Why mm-hmm. is that's right? Why is the petunias the highest thing on her list of things to be concerned about?
1: Yeah. Also, um, how are they yeah. growing if there's twenty-five foot snowbanks on the ground? Correct. I would check out and oh see if there's some enchantment happening. He has jetpacks. on the street. <laughs> An Under Armour
0: skin
2: tight clothing.
0: (laughs) Mm. He is wearing a 100% Under Armour skin tight suit with jetpacks. Super powered mind, a mechanical canine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Absolutely. What is that from? Jimmy Neutron theme song. Jimmy Neutron. Aw, Jay Um. Okay. Well, that was great. Um. Again, if you have, if you want our advice, um. Please write in to Crazy Hot Podcast, crazyhotpod at Mm gmail.com. And um, I think we should move into the
1: lightning round. round. Ah! Um, Okay. So, Mary, this is the lightning round. It is quick, one word to three word answers. Don't sweat the numbers. Just fast, off the cuff, first -hmm. choice, best choice. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. (sighs) This is pop quiz. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. Okay. Strutter gallop. Oh, gallop! Check my TikTok. <laughs> Backflips or belting. Backflips. A skunk named Candy or a snake named Fluffers.
2: Snake named Fluffers.
1: Daniel Craig or Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant. <laughs> <laughs> Go to Mario Kart character.
2: Uh, uh Waluigi number one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Maid service or laundry service. Laundry service. Big engagement ring or huge wedding? Huge engagement ring. Mm. Marry, fuck, kill. Hamburglar, big bird, the cookie crisp wolf. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, Mary... Hamburglar,
1: big bird, cookie crisp wolf.
2: Kill the Hamburglar, marry Great. big bird, fuck mm-hmm. the cookie crisp wolf.
1: Absolutely, nice. Mary. You pass 100 yeah, out of 100. That's my favorite question <laughs> ever. I need to he's... write that
2: down, because, or I'll just, you know, copy and paste that in the. You podcast can listen there. to the that pod. Was so yeah, what a great question. I loved Big
1: Bird. You know, he's crazy in bed. The Cookie Crisp Wolf. He is strung out. Oh, on any he's wolf, a
2: nut, any wolf, fucking mm. hot. Check any cartoons.
0: Mm-hmm. Every
1: fucking wolf mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. so
0: hot. They make them like. Oh my God! Wait, I just thought of a TikTok. Perfect. The Cookie crisp The Cookie Crisp Wolf and then it's like that song it's like bum 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 what's, what's wrong, wrong with, with me, me? <laughs> why do i feel like this
1: <laughs> why am i doing this serial ad for 13 bucks why do I, feel like <laughs> I felt that
2: way about jafar <gasps>
1: <gasps> okay you ha- mary you have to make that a tiktok you guys this is basically just a tiktok Generator, brainstorming yeah. um, I, I need this daily uh, cuz i've
2: been slacking on my tiktok content lately guys
1: you know what i want to do let me let me generate this you know that TikTok that's a little boy with a hot dog filter on? And he's like, am I a peepee?" Yeah.
0: Oh, yes. I yes. want to do
1: that that sound over Jeff Bezos. Because <gasps> he's <gasps> bald Gold. as hell. Gold. And a bad boy. A bad, he is bald mm-hmm. as hell. Well,
0: Mary, it has been such a freaking pledge. Yeah, um, the best. Is there anything that you want to plug?
2: Um. Yeah. I want to plug a couple of different... Instagram accounts um I work for a nonprofit that was mainly functioning when Broadway was on but we've taken online during the pandemic um Mm -hmm. it's called Open Stage Project and its main goal is to get uh high school age girls on like the fast track to and you know like the tech careers and mentoring and things like that so they can work backstage on Broadway in like props and lighting and sound and it's it's super cool um these jobs are awesome and um yeah we find that they it tends to skew very heavily male and we were like i think that's Mm -hmm. just because of like the pipeline so Mm -hmm. we are Mm -hmm. creating Mm -hmm. a female pipeline so that they have friends in the union that will help you know show up for them it's amazing and it's been a really cool network um fun thing to work with so um open stage nyc open stage n new york city yc um Mm -hmm. is that is social media handles for that Um, Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I also want to plug Virtual Broadway, which is a company um, a couple of Broadway colleagues and I have started. Um, We are Virtual Broadway handle on all social media, um, but Mm. virtualbway.com. Our SEO is terrible because I am still learning, so bear with us. (laughs) Um, But it's been this really cool way to help Broadway performers. Um, still get some work during the pandemic. Um, we started right in March um, with myself, my colleague Margaret Sogland, and Kevin Ramasar, um, and we help Broadway performers get work um, through different corporate events. So whereas you know they would probably be holding like day or week long conferences and they'd want entertainment, we're now doing entertainment for their like online conferences, and we have all of the tech handled and things like that. And they sound beautiful and it's amazing.
1: They sound so good. Um, Go to the Instagram oh, and nice. watch that. It's... Well, and it's been the coolest thing because,
2: you know, all of our Broadway <clears throat> performer friends are out of work. And now, you know, mm-hmm. there's such a market, especially in, like, you know, middle America states like Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, <laughs> Rhode Island. <laughs> um, but places that don't have a ton of access to Broadway. Um, so we actually mm-hmm. do see a, um, the ability for this to continue when shows come back because um, it really helps Amazing. Um, and follow me. I'm Sugary awesome. Ram. S-U-G-A-R-Y-R-A-M. It's my full name backwards. I love TikTok. Got really mm-hmm. into it during the pandemic. And mm-hmm. I'm having
0: fun.
1: Sick. She's amazing. Mary, you're amazing. You will not regret looking at any of those. We love you so very much.
0: Love you, Mary. Thank you so much for being I
2: here. I love you guys. Thank you. This was so fun. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. The lightning round especially. Great. Like taking yeah. those questions on the road. <gasps>
1: nice. Take them. This has been
0: crazy hot. hot. We're (laughs) we're crazy hot, hot and so are you. So are you,
1: babe. Join us next week when we figure out why the fuck are not all books hardcover. (gasps) Goodbye.
0: Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye now you did it another crazy hot on the books
1: if you have questions want to inquire about ad space get anonymous advice or make a declaration of your undying love for us you can email us at crazyhotpod at gmail.com and
0: find us on instagram at crazy hot show we love you thank you so much for listening and don't forget you're hot hot as fuck fuck.
1: that's perfect